I like it. We can just go ahead and leave it playing, dude. Just leave it. Yeah. Oh, what's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to the college football extravaganza conference championship week. We got to find a new name. We really do. You, you I mean, really we hate on this name. I got because I came up with it. I don't really like it. But we've ridden it this far already. We'll change it like, the season. season's almost we'll over now. I mean, we gotta, what are we going to call it now? <laughs> we got to do something extravagant for it to Our be Our off-season goal is to recruit a new name. Or just be way extravagant, like bungee cords and... See, I, I went way different with extravagant. I went like cigars and whiskey, like oh, extravagant. Oh, like fancy? Yeah. <laughs> like it's an extravaganza. Exactly, yeah. That's my oh, idea welcome. We have the picks. We have the money locks for you. Instead of drinking cheap beer and... We're drink, yeah, we're drinking whiskey. Wearing we're wearing sweatpants. By the end of every show, we're just drunk as shit. In my, I'm telling you, we need to do a podcast where we set a bottle in the middle and we just got to do a podcast until it's empty. Well, I ha- see, Down. remember the uh, the uh, draft day podcast? I brought that bottle of whiskey and I was kind of fucked up. Yeah, we were all fucked up. I was the draft day podcast. Yeah, go listen back to that one. Don't. I do not recommend. so bad. You won't know what anyone's saying by the end of it. You might hear a draft pick or two. You might hear someone Baker go... Baker Mayfield getting drafted, and us yeah. just going crazy. And yeah, we and we all took shots immediately. Nick Chubb, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, how do you want to start off? There's not that many games. There's some games that are rescheduled. There's some rematches. A Red River rematch, to be specific. And then uh, you got a couple games here and there. You got a national title rematch. You got a national title rematch. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing that. That's, that's the game I want to watch. I also... Want to watch the Ohio State Northwestern game for no apparent reason? Yeah, I was about to say I don't know why you want to watch that. Just we in get, case, we I can start off the, the ones with the least significance and go to the ones with more significance. I don't want to watch that or the Clemson game. I, I think Clemson will be worse than I think uh, Ohio State. I think Ohio State and Northwestern might be more of a battle than what Clemson and Pittsburgh. The only way be. I'm watching that Clemson game is I, I put money on Clemson with a 28 point spread <laughs> just to see if Clemson can pull it off. Okay, um, well. Check this out. Friday, November 30th, my birthday, tomorrow, uh, we have uh, Utah versus Washington for the Pac-12 championship after Washington defeated Washington State and got all the apples in that snow globe. Yeah, I'm so disappointed Washington State didn't make it to this game. But, uh, I mean, I guess I'm watching this game by default. Nothing else on on Friday. It's going to be a good game. Um I'm going to check it out real quick. Uh, Washington is favored by five and a half. Five and a half. Yeah, Washington's eleven. Utah's seventeen. They're both nine and three. It'll be a good game to watch. It's going to be a high score, no defense probably. I mean, I really like Washington overall, and I wasn't. I mean, I was surprised that Washington State lost that game. I figured it would have been at least a much better game when they did lose. But it's one of those uh, rivalry games, you know. I I mean, I do like Jake Browning as a quarterback. I like their head coach, Chris. Chris uh, Peterson. Peterson. I'm going to say Chris Harrison, the guy who hosts <laughs> The Bachelor. Close enough. The Bachelorette. Uh, but I really like Chris Peterson as a head coach. So uh, this is a team where if they win this ball game, they're going to go to another New Year's Six Bowl. And he, I think his second year with the program, he led them to a top four against Alabama. Yeah, they, that's what they expected. So if they don't get to this New Year's Six Bowl, they're going to be very disappointed that they missed out in the playoffs. They're expecting and, playoffs uh, before the season started. Yeah, then they lost he, to Auburn right out of the back. Yeah. And Auburn. And Auburn. Yeah. Not good. Off the gate, off the back. Yeah, Auburn, Auburn turned shitty. Just shows you how bad the Pac-12 is. They're not a good conference this year. Nope. Uh, Jake Browning, though, is still a good quarterback. Um, he's still got a good defense around him. 
I feel like they can hold uh, Utah. And uh, I feel like uh, I would take the over just because I feel like Washington has nothing else to fight for. If they lose this game, then their season's in the toilet. Yeah, I feel like Utah, I mean, obviously they're coming out the underdog. I would say seven. Underdog. I would say seven. So you're taking the uh, Washington to cover? Yeah, they're definitely going to cover. I think they cover mm-hmm. two, but I think that's a two-score game. Again, Washington's a lot more to play for. It's I a agree. two-score game. Yeah, 10, Utah's a good team. Yeah, but Washington's going to come out. They, like I, we talked about, they have a lot to play for. Where's this game being played at? And there, aren't these games normally played home at? Home stadium, uh, I think. Is it home stadium or is it – I thought they played Oregon Stadium. We can pull it up real quick. I'm pretty I, sure I they played – I can't remember. Either that or Levi Stadium. Levi Stadium. Levi Stadium where they're playing the championship. Yeah, okay. National championship. Oh, okay. But it didn't change because it used to be that whoever had the best record uh, they held at their stadium. But Yeah, I do like Washington in this game, but don't count Utah out. I think this can be a close game, which is why I'm prone to taking the under. But okay. I think that uh, this uh, two evenly matched teams, I mean, the records are the same. But uh, I think Washington, though, maybe coming in with a little bit more nice. hype after that upset over Washington State. So I do think Washington can walk away with a victory in this one, but it's not going to be easy. And I could, and I would, I'm very much considering taking the under. Levi Stadium is in Santa Clara, California. So they found a neutral site. It's a neutral site game. That's where the 49ers play. Yep. Okay. All That'd be cool. All right. Next one, y'all want to talk about UCF or you want to go to – are we going to talk about Boise State, Fresno State? I've never watched either of these teams. Well, I, I mean, both teams are – what, they're like 10-2 and two going into this game? And yeah, Boise State. Boise yeah. St- both teams are ranked at some point, but uh, it's hard to pay attention to these teams that are right hanging now. out in the West. Boise State. They are both wearing tw- ranked right now? 20, Boise State's 22nd, Fresno State's 25. They might have just done that because they were in a championship game. Wait, in the AP poll or this in the college the football playoff College football poll. playoff. Okay. Boise State's favored by two and a half. I think I saw somewhere that the uh, points overall was like 56 for this game. That's pretty high. I, I don't feel like it gets that high. I, uh, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm interested to watch it. I don't know if I will just because of the time of it, 645. That's, um, that's some Clemson Pitts plays, so I might watch it. But um, FSU starts off the season with Boise State next year. Very interested to see what they look like. Is that so. a is that at FSU or is that a Jacksonville? Neutral? Jacksonville. So see, it's home field for us basically. Right. This is a rematch between these two teams too. Boise State won this game on November 9th. and this was that was a one touchdown game, twenty four seventeen. Again, I both I really like both these teams, but Boise State at home that's a really tough stadium to play at. What was the score in the first game? Twenty twenty four seventeen. So it was a close game. Once it was again. a close game. Crazy they're putting the over at 56 when it was 24-17 game. I'd probably – ah, you know, uh, it says the over and under here is uh, 53 on mine. Well, still, that's, that's yeah, two scores about. higher than what it was. I guess that's not crazy, but – I don't know. I mean, bait, I mean I'm not going to take last game and say that that's going to be a similar result. True. But I, I, would, I would take the under. Yeah, definitely taking the under. I mean, I, I really don't know anything about these teams, but going blind, I'm going to say Boise covers. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, I'm going to say Boise covers in that one, too. Wild, just wild guess there. I think we're all in unity. I uh, I agree. I okay. concur. Um, we can move past this one. Would not be surprised if it's a close game. Just knocking out some of the shittier games. So some of the one, ones we're more interested in, UCF Memphis? Uh, yes. I was. 
until Mackenzie Milton got hurt. Now I think Memphis is going to run run away with it. See, Memphis is one of those teams where they are re- they are a really good football team. Like those four losses, don't let them fool you. Like this is a tough tough team, and they really they should have beaten UCF when they did play them earlier in the year, and they just choked that one away. But you could say um, that the last three times these teams played, that Memphis should have beat UCF. Well, the, it was an absolute shootout in the championship game last True, year. True. Yeah. It was a shootout. Like both teams were going back and forth. But yeah, I can see I see the argument. Memphis. Uh, they have a really good head coach. They have a good team overall. UCF, they're without their quarterback, who is easily the heartbeat of that football team. Uh, but Daryl Mack Jr. is not a bad quarterback, but he's definitely not Mackenzie Milton. True. And I think that this team, it could go one or two, one of two ways. Uh, this team is motivated, and they want to play for Mackenzie Milton, and they want to win this game for him, and that's enough to beat Memphis. Or without that guy who's engineering their offense and overall their team, it's just not going to be great, and Memphis is going to take over. See, I think this has become a really big rivalry game, and I love it because like all of these games are one-point games, and they're fun to watch. So I, I, I see, I understand the point about McKenzie Milton, but I, I'm of the uh, persuasion that rivalry games can go either way, no matter what. And it's just going to be a fun game to watch. I would probably take Memphis if I had to guess, just because of that. But we'll talk about playoff scenarios later, I assume. If UCF wins this game and a couple teams lose, there's a chance that they could get in there. There is a chance uh, they could squeeze in there, especially if they win. On the other hand, I don't think they're going to win. I see Memphis running away with it. If you look at their numbers, their numbers have been neck and neck all season. Mm-hmm. Points per game, they are both at 43 point whatever. Points allowed per game, 29 and 19, Memphis and UCF respectively. Yards, uh, total yards per game, 530, 531. Yards allowed, about the same, around 400 yards. That was with McKenzie Milton. Yeah. Now you don't have him, and uh, I don't even know who the backup quarterback is. He's not going to put up Daryl Mack Jr. Daryl Mack Jr. He's a he, freshman. He's not going to put up those numbers. The thing is, McKenzie I still think Milton was a Heisman candidate. It's still a good football team, though. We're yeah. overlooking that because the quarterback went down. They're a good this football has happened team, before. But Memphis is a good football team, and they're coming off of a win against a good Houston team who I thought was going to be playing yeah. UCF. They that, hold a Houston team that's scoring – like 40, 50 points a game to 31 points. They were without their starting quarterback also, though, because their starting quarterback tore his meniscus the game before. Oh, so okay. uh, there was a backup in that game as well. I uh, In this game, just to give you my straight-up prediction, I have Memphis winning, ending UCF's winning streak. Um, I think it's just it's it's a little too much to ask. Uh, ESPN is heavily favoring UCF to win this game, and I disagree with that, actually. I really think that Memphis now is probably the big – See, I'm, uh, I'm looking at that game last week where they lost their quarterback early in the game and then they came back and still blew out a good USF team. And, I mean, what, you can argue whether USF's good or not. I just think UCF is a better football team, but the argument for me for Memphis winning is how are you going to beat a team four times in two years? A team that you uh, play to one point almost every single time. Eventually, that one point is going to go the other way. And I, I just don't see them beating UC, or Memphis for a fourth straight time. But also, uh, Memphis uh, has one of the best running backs in the nation out of Daryl Henderson. Henderson. This, this, guy, this guy is good, and he can tear up that defense. I and feel like Mike Norvell is going to put the ball in his hands and just run with it the this, whole game. Yeah. This could be an offensive shootout if you have McKenzie Milton in the game. And you know what? I'm really not I still trying think it's to gonna discredit be an Mack. Shootout. I really am not trying to discredit their backup quarterback because he did start a game this year and lead him to a victory. It wasn't against Memphis, but yeah. I, I, I like I, – I, I mean, I think that UCF is going to fight. Don't get me wrong, but I think Memphis is just, in the end of the day, going to score more points. 
I think it's still going to be a shootout for sure. Daryl Henderson's on track for a 2,000-yard season. He, he's a great, great running back. I feel like uh, Mike Norvell puts the ball in his hands. I mean, it's going to – runs away with it. It's going to be a shootout. It's going to be a close game. Like I said, I just think eventually that one point is going to go the other direction. It, it makes me sad because I don't think it's going to be that close without Mackenzie Milton. And it sucks saying that because I understand what, what you're saying. You know, they're, they're still a good team, and they still put up points against USF. But USF has been a team that hasn't put up a lot of points all year. What sucks is that it's at 2.30 the same time as the Georgia-Alabama game. That's what sucks. I'm not going to watch it. I'm just not going to watch it. Why would they do that? <laughs> why, yeah. would they, why would you do that? I mean, give me and even if McGinsey Milton is playing for UCF today uh, on Saturday, Alabama Georgia is the game I'm going to be watching. I'll flip back and forth. Even if McKenzie Milton flip is back playing, and forth, they're one channel apart. Even if McKenzie <laughs> Milton is playing, I'm still thinking I might take Memphis <laughs> in the game. Nah, I don't know. If Milton's playing, I'm taking UCF. I would too. If Milton's playing, I'm I would too. UCF. I guess, but it was just that. They, it's, too, it, it. it's such a big game. It's kind of like what we talked about with Washington. UCF has everything to play for. They have the uh, the New Year's Six Bowl. They have a potential, even though it's a long shot playoff chance. They're playing for everything. When Memphis has nothing to lose, they're already in a bowl game. They're not going to go to a bigger bowl game. I just feel like they the defense throws out some coverages that the freshman quarterback maybe struggles with a little bit, and they confuse him, and he might throw a pick or two. You and think that, Memphis' defense is good enough to do that? I don't. I don't think they're bad enough to let a freshman quarterback throw all over them. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, um, and all you got to do, all you got to do, is just get a turnover or two in this game, especially in shootouts like this. You get mm-hmm. a turnover or two. Um, that's how Texas wound up winning the first Red River rivalry. Oh, what a transition! Though. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, it is. That's that was the game I want to talk about next, but. Um, I, I'm taking Memphis. Um, whatever, whatever. Uh, what was the uh, spread on that one? Three to UCF. M- minus three UCF. Yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm not. I'm taking Memphis no. definitely to or to cover. Yeah, Memphis is covering that. Yeah. Yeah, I like Memphis in this I'm game. I'm gonna say probably to win. I think we've. I mean, there is no. It doesn't look like there's any spread on this game. Anyways. I see negative three UCF. Oh, I'm not seeing anything on my. On I think my we're. Uh, I think we're beating a dead horse. Yeah, Memphis. Memphis. One more time. Memphis. Memphis. <laughs> how, about, how, about, how, about how about South Carolina El hosting Akron? <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, you want to hit the smaller games for the Red River? Is there a smaller game? Yeah, uh, South Carolina and Akron. Don't it's, care. It's yeah, I don't Overcast. Don't think anyone don't gives care. a shit about, <laughs> about this game. About 45 degrees outside. Go Cox. Is there – yeah, there's not even a spread. Oh, no, there is. Right on. One million. Uh, it's about 29 and a half. Yeah, one million to uh, the Cox. Fucking cock. Do you think? I mean, no. Why are we talking about this? What's the point? I, maybe Akron covers because maybe <laughs> it, South Carolina's reeling off look, that. Uh, uh, if I'm heading that win against Clemson <laughs> in quotation marks, win <laughs> that okay. Dabo Sweeney's so mad about. If yeah. I'm heading, if I'm heading to Biloxi on Saturday, then yeah, I'm probably paying attention to I this game, but I'm spread. not. You wouldn't put your put your wallet and your trust in the Akron Zip. They play in this weather every day. It's overcast and about every 50 degrees God. every day in Ohio. They're used to it. South Carolina, their season's over. They're not even supposed to play this game. Their school just wants some more money. Well, they do have six wins. So, yeah, their season's they, over they in got, terms they, of they got playoff their That's what I'm saying. They don't have much to play for. I feel like they just put their second stringers in there. Akron covers in this game. 
Hot you, take. You heard it. Here. Hot take. This game from <laughs> the very beginning Thomas. is just garbage time. Just this whole game is garbage time. Who cares? Is my question. Let's, what other garbage? Let's, let's what other garbage game? No, let's see what other garbage games he has to bring up. East Carolina. No one cares. NC State. And I like this game because it's a Carolina game. Uh, okay. That's the only reason. That's it. That's yeah. Literally the only reason. Okay. Good analysis. Taking there. NC State, they were supposed to be a good team. What's the spread? They'll it's not have coming up on my wins. game of importance. So. They, they probably don't. They probably. You can get tickets for about twenty-five bucks, though. Damn, it's too much. For five bucks. Probably two over, or three. Over in South Carolina, you can get tickets for as low as seven dollars. Yeah, it's a negative twenty-three. Um, oh my god! Negative twenty-three, dude. dude. I'm taking East uh, minus twenty-three, NC State. I'm taking East Carolina to cover. Also, you're just Yo, making up. This. You wanna you wanna go up. to a cheap football game? Go to Iowa State against Drake, where tickets are as low as two dollars. That one's actually on my thing. Two dollars. I'm not going to that game. No, it's <laughs> where Iowa State has a 99.2% chance of winning against a Drake team that is seven and three. Hold on now, let's, guys. Let's go, Drake. Battle big, of the Cornfield. Big Drake guy there. Isn't that where Steph Curry went? Uh, no, went to Davidson. Davidson. Oh, they're all D's. That's why we have a crowd. <laughs> Live audience. All right. Uh, this one might be on your radar. Uh, Stanford at California. California, I believe, is the uh, smoke out. What a championship are they playing for? Three point favorite. This is the game. I think it's what they call it. The game. Yeah, this is oh. the game. You know, like the band is on the field. Oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, battle of the, uh, yeah, the NFL and, producing NFL quarterback producing schools. Three and a half. Uh, both teams are seven and four. Stanford. Stanford was looking at a potential playoff berth. Yeah, they always say that. They never make it. Yeah, they just could not get that run game started with uh, Bryce Love. Yeah, they overhyped that quite a bit at the beginning of the season. But fair enough. He had a, good, a couple good seasons. Hey, I don't really know that much about Cal, honestly. I've never watched him play this year. I'm a big Stanford guy, though. Cal got off to a good start. They were yeah, ranked they early in the year. But then they they lost a pretty bad game, and they were just kind of mediocre from there. I got gotcha. you. Kind of outside out of mind for me. It's at Cal. Um, I'm going to say... I'm going to say California takes this one. Um, Stanford. You're going to go Stanford? Stanford. Just to say. I like Stanford. I like California's defense. Uh, They held uh, Washington State to to 19 points. And uh, if they can hold Stanford to some points, I feel like they can score at home and win the game. Hey, how did we pass over the MAC championship? That's on Friday. Oh, we didn't. Maction? We did. But we'll go back to it. Northern Illinois against Buffalo. I mean, Buffalo has a pretty decent team. There's no chance. Northern Illinois lost to Florida State. There's no chance they won a football game, right? But it's the Mac. Mac and baby. The Mac they daddy. Play, are they not playing on Tuesday? Saturday or Friday. They like to play. Mac likes to play on Tuesday. Maybe. Yeah, weirdly enough. <laughs> you want some? You the want some Tuesday college football games. on Tuesday? Watch the Mac. If yeah. I could watch any game on my birthday. It would be Northern Illinois versus Buffalo. <laughs> That's the stupidest thing I've Dude, ever heard in my Buffalo, life. Buffalo is a decent team this year. They are the Bulls. They're not the Bills. They're the Bulls. The Bulls, baby. And, you know, they've, you know, they've, you know, put some, they put in up points. What's the spread and they on have this a good game? quarterback, apparently. What's the spread on this game? I There's none. I'm looking. Big, big Buffalo guy here. I've watched this Northern Illinois team play in person, so I'm kind of an expert on them. Uh, they lost to Florida State. Buffalo. There is no spread. Buffalo. 
I'll go Buffalo too. I'm gonna go Buffalo. I'm gonna I'm gonna say Buffalo's gonna kick their ass. At risk of losing this week's picks to both of you, I'll go Buffalo. Because <laughs> we keep track very well. Buffalo's also ten and two, and Northern Illinois is seven and five. They play in the same conference. Not even looking at their schedules, I'm thinking that Buffalo has some more impressive wins than Northern Illinois. That's I it. know Northern Illinois has one really bad loss. Mm-hmm. And they actually had that game for a while. They could have won it. Yeah, this is a fact. Yeah. These are facts. All right, are you are you happy now? Yeah, are we done with that? Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy. <laughs> we had the best transition of, on this the history of this podcast to the Red River Rivalry, and we had to stop to talk about those shitty games. I can't even say Red River Rivalry right. I wouldn't have Red River. Out. Say Red River Rivalry rematch. For Red River Rivalry rematch. rematch. <laughs> Red River Rivalry rematch. Red River Rivalry rematch. Anyways. Let's say uh, Marshall at... Oh my fucking Look, god, this, this Robert! Is, this is bigger than the other games because <laughs> Virginia five Tech and six. is fighting for bowl eligibility, and they have a twenty-eight year bowl streak on the line. We believe was that in the Marshall second in longest. Podcast. What was the first longest? <laughs> we believe in we no, no, wait, Marshall. wait, <laughs> wait for it. We'll get there because I'm wearing a Steve Spurrier jersey, and we will get there. Hell yeah, we are Marshall. We are Marshall. Virginia Tech sucks. They lost the Old Dominion guys. Coming off of a win at, at FSU. After they beat the hell out of Florida State. They go into Old Join Dominion. Join the club. Everyone's they, done it this year. And then they just lose to an Old Dominion team. That's a country band. How are you going to lose a football game to a country band? Okay, this team's been very beat up. Let's be fair to Virginia Tech. They're very injured. And they're also not that good. They're not playing Beamer ball. Well, he doesn't coach there anymore so that's fair <laughs> we know they don't he doesn't coach there but they still need to play beaver ball you hear him talk about it all the time they're gonna beat marshall they're gonna get ball eligible they're gonna play a shitty ball they're gonna lose and be six and seven what's the spread i don't i don't see the the thundering herd is eight and three did a plane crash this year no marshall loses that was bad, Mom. That's sorry. Heavy. That's heavy. Uh, the spread's three and a half for Virginia Tech. I think it's only three and a having, half. Yeah, Marshall. Uh, Marshall has some good wins against teams like UTSA. Hell yeah. And Florida Atlantic, thirty-one to seven. Lane oh. Kiffin can suck my ass. Five and seven, one Kiffin team. Them fighting Kiffins. The fighting Kiffins lost against uh, FIU, who I hear uh, has an all right game this year. They got a solid defense. Um. They haven't played anyone of any notoriety, but you know who they have played? Old Dominion, and they beat them 42-20. to I'm taking Marshall. Oh, shit, man. You might have just changed my mind. I'm taking Marshall Except in Except that you didn't. Virginia Tech. I like Virginia Tech. Marshall covers, though. So it's going to be a one-point game? Win by a game-winning field goal or something? Virginia Tech squeaks no, it out? No, I think Virginia Tech can just beat them. Yeah, I know. They're just going to beat them. That was a joke, Marshall covers. Are you saying Marshall covers, or are they not? Are they not? Marshall cover? covers was a joke. It's a joke that Marshall covers. So they don't cover. No. I'm taking Marshall. You're an idiot. Nope. I'm done. I'm. Can we talk about real games now? Maybe we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> we will see. All right. We will see. We will see. Uh, you want any action in on that UAB Middle Tennessee game? 
Hell no. I don't. We can move on to some real football. Holy shit, finally. Let's go to Clemson and Pittsburgh. Clemson has (laughs) never beat Pittsburgh. Listen to this. Ever. Fact. Fact. And and in the history of college football, uh, Pittsburgh and Clemson are both teams that have been playing for a long time. They've had uh, historic, you know, wins at both schools. Clemson never had a historic win against Pitt. How many times have they played? Twice. (laughs) I knew that was coming. I thought you were going to say once. I really did. Only twice, but in those two times, one time last year, Pittsburgh whooped that ass. Well, Well, the only thing I'm interested in this game is can Clemson cover? 27 and a half. Probably. I think they will. I think that Trevor Lawrence has just been tearing it up ever since he got hurt. Uh, and came back from that injury. He's just been on fire. He's been yeah. one of the hottest quarterbacks in the nation. I hate him. And I, I hate that blonde hair. That blonde hair. <laughs> but it's like a trademark of his now. Yeah. It's it a is. trade. It, it's the flowing, flowing golden locks. I feel like he should be a, uh, like he should start a Beach Boys uh, band. He also has a horse face. You know, like, Huge. <laughs> Dude, he has such a long face. Like he has a Will. Boys cover he band. has a Will. Sh- he, uh, Will Charette. In case you ever listen, this guy has your face. I think he looks like Will Charette. Kind of does have a long, long face. Is one of our old fraternity brothers. But yeah, okay. he's an old, old roommate of mine. He should gotcha. start a uh, Beach Boys cover band. That's it. That's my only take on it. Besides, I think uh, I think Clemson. I don't know. I, I don't know if they cover. That's Man, a lot of points. It is a lot of points. I'll say they cover. Clemson gets their first program win over the Pittsburgh Panthers. This just shows how bad the ACC is. And college football in general this year is kind of down. It is very but down. But Pittsburgh has a 7-5 team mixed to the ACC championship, and they're, da- they're 28-point underdogs. Congrats, Pitt, for winning the shittiest half of a division in the Power 5 conferences. I was about to say, let's let's look at the – is that the Atlantic division? Mm, is that the coastal? coastal? That's coastal. Let's look at that. They got uh, Pittsburgh, Miami, who – who was overhyped this year? Did and, they make a bowl which game? Pittsburgh lost to Miami twenty-four to three. Did Miami make a bowl game this year? I think so. I don't think they did. Miami is uh, seven and nope, they're not five seven. and seven, aren't they? This is good. Were they no, that no, they're bad? seven and five. This okay, oh, I thought, okay. I thought they squeaked out a bowl game. Okay, okay, okay. Still can't believe Florida. State well, Duke's in there. Oh. North Carolina's in there. Who is going to hire Mac Brown like idiots? Um, I like the Mac Brown hire. He's 80 years old. He's a national championship winning coach. You can do it. Yeah, well. Hook him. <laughs> yeah, I got some feelings on There's this There's a hire. reason he's not at Texas anymore. Look, I think, I think Mac Brown retired at the time he needed to retire. He's an old guy. He has his championship. He's going to go down as one of the best coaches. And now he's going back to North Carolina where I think he just will not be successful. Yeah, he coached there for nine years, but... I don't think that's going to equate to wins by any means. I think that the name alone will get, will might get a couple recruits, but in the end of the day, I don't see him, I don't see him doing a whole lot of greatness at North Carolina. Yeah. I think it's an, I don't think that was a great hire. I don't think Mac Brown needed to do that. And North Carolina's just dumb for this, in my opinion. Like the the way players, or the head coaching position is changing. Like, look in the NFL when you have the guys like Sean McVay, Doug Peterson. They're kind of new-age guys, and they're having a lot of success. Uh, Kyle Shanahan, too, he's, uh, he's not having success right now. But the guys in college, I mean, 
right now it's obviously dominated by Nick Saban, but it's changing a little bit too. And they go and hire a 75-year-old coach. How is he going to relate to an 18-year-old kid? I think that's a problem like Bobby Bowden had it when the last couple of years at FSU. How is someone that old going to relate to a kid this young? Also, you mean you never seen Hee Haw? <laughs> no, I have Dad not. Gun. <laughs> Dad gum. boy. Uh, are, are you st- are you stupid? Okay, back on track. Uh, let's let's finish let's finish this off. Uh, Pitt Clemson. Yeah, Pitt Clemson. Uh, you think Clemson covers? Yeah. Yeah. I do. They're they're playing for a playoff spot. What's Pitt playing for? They know they're not going to beat Clemson. Yeah, I have a tough time believing that that game's going to remain close. Now, twenty-seven and a half is a pretty big gap, but I still think they can cover. We can go ahead and chop the head off this one. I'm going to say they cover. As yeah. Well. All right. Um, let's move on to the Red River rivalry. We've been talking about Mac Brown. We've been talking about. We've been talking about this game. We, we, yeah, we've been, been talking, talking about, about this game, game for a while. Seems and we like just you won't keep get circling to it. around. You keep circling around. Robert, exactly want to talk about it for some reason. Well, we had to go back and cover that Northern Illinois Buffalo game. <laughs> we didn't have to. We couldn't miss that. <laughs> I mean, that was a conference championship, and we're over here talking about all these other shitty games. It's an 11 a.m. game. I'm getting up and watching this. Particularly for the offensive shootout and the amount of dopamine that's just going to be dropping into my brain whenever I see touchdown, 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 because there's no defense. Specifically touchdown Kyler Murray. Specifically. Yeah, I, I think Oklahoma knows they have to I – th- I think they were looking down on Texas. I, di- I think they were underestimating him their first time around. And uh, you saw in the second half of that game, they came back, and if, if we are playing five quarters here, yeah. Oklahoma would have won the game. You know? You know. I, also, I I don't think I really don't think I'm crazy when I say this that I think that the Heisman Trophy is up for grabs with these games you. and I, I think Kyler Murray the way he has been playing as of late he has been one of the he's been easily top two quarterbacks in the nation uh, he is gonna if he lights up Texas's offense or Texas defense uh, in route to a victory for Oklahoma and a big victory and let's just say Tua has an okay game and maybe even loses to Georgia I think this Heisman could go Kyler Murray's way. I'm yeah. watching all these games with the hope that upsets are happening. I hope Clemson loses, hope Oklahoma loses, hope Alabama, hope Ohio State loses. But I think Oklahoma's going to cover that uh, seven and a half. I think they get the job done. See, you guys, well, I remember whenever we were talking about this game the first time, y'all said that Oklahoma was going to blow them out. I thought it was going to be closer. Texas ended up winning. I thought Oklahoma was going to win, though. I, I'm the opposite. I'm, I'm on the opposite side now. Texas doesn't beat Oklahoma twice. Like you said, if that game was five quarters, Oklahoma wins. Well, guess what? It's eight quarters now. Oklahoma isn't going to lose to Texas twice. And I think they're a little pissed off that they're being little bitches in Texas and won't let them do the – Yeah, they can't do the horns down anymore. Yeah, horns down. What's That's that, stupid Tom as hell. Stupid as hell. Anyway. I hope they do it anyway. I hope they kick their ass and do it anyway. I hope they get a, get a 15-yard penalty and then Texas goes There's and fumbles a- the ball. There's a lot of people that think Texas is going to win this game. I've been – whenever they said that this was the game, it's like, oh, Texas won that. Texas beat Oklahoma. I don't think they will. And there's been some nonverbal shit talking, right? So you have Kyler Murray being asked, you know, uh, about basically, like, what do you think about Sam Ellinger's game? Like, do you respect his game? And he just – all he has to say is no comment. Hell, yeah. I love it. That's it. I love it. (laughs) But also, like, Sam Ellinger, how are you going to compare him to Kyler Murray? Like, you can't. No, I mean, Sam Ellinger's a good quarterback, but he's not Kyler Murray by any exactly. means. I mean, he's the electrifying young guy who's going to go play baseball next year. The Kyler hell? Murray is not going to let Oklahoma lose this game. He's a primetime player. He knows what's at stake. Yeah. He knows there's a playoff first. He pretty much – who did they play last week? Uh, 
don't remember who it was, but he willed them to win that game. West, it, Virginia. West Virginia, yeah, that was a close game. There's you, there's a debatable ending or whatever, but Kyler Murray willed them to win that game. Will Will Greer? <laughs> yeah, I know Will Greer. He had his chance, but I wanted West Virginia to pull that one out, but they didn't. Um, I had fun. Oklahoma's got yeah, lots of fun. Um, that game along with the Phil Mickelson and Tiger Woods. Oh, was that fun? It was pretty fun. I heard a lot. Most people said it was boring. I only Phil watched Mickelson it a little and Tiger bit. was. Yeah, I mean it was. It, I guess the first hole was nice. Whenever was uh, cool. Phil lost that two hundred thousand, yeah, and Tiger goes, "Oh, that's gonna hurt the wallet." It's so funny how they botched it too, because they had to give it away for free to everybody. Yeah, yeah which uh, I did get my refund because I paid twenty dollars for it. Nice, nice. Wait, I wait, got my refund. What happened? Like Bleacher Report, they had a uh, they were streaming the game. They had issues, and so they just gave away for free, and so they pretty much refunded everyone else. Wow. Yep. Yep. Well, a lot of people want to watch it, and I mean, I'm 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 happy they made it available to everybody. That's yeah. cool. They gave everyone refund. And it went the fact. I think it was good. Um, the only reason why it wasn't good, it, it wasn't like birdie, birdie, birdie all the way. It was like birdie, par, 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 bogey, par, par, birdie. It was, it was, it was very mediocre. It was also scripted as hell. Uh, I mean, it's in Vegas, man. I mean, yeah, they weren't really the the, the course layout was pretty easy. We, we we got so far off topic. We we the course layout overall yeah. was easy. They weren't trying to make it too difficult, and even then they they both kind of struggled. See, I think like what Tiger happened was is like, th- like two over. Yeah, I think what happened is they were like, all right, let's play eighteen even, and then we'll just have a just play th- until we have a winner after but, that. But I feel like that that was more interesting. That was a more interesting way to watch golf than just. They needed to golf. talk more shit. Know. Yeah, they definitely needed to talk more shit. But it, I heard someone was saying that it's like once it became uh, a good golf match, they both got serious and reverted back to like championship form, wherever they're like thinking about shit instead mm. of fucking around with each other. Should have kept fucking around. Texas, Oklahoma, though. <laughs> I'm, I'm currently watching highlights of last year's or la, um, earlier in the season's game, yeah. and really, what you see it in here is just you see creativity, you see offense, and that's what we're gonna see again. Yeah, uh, you know, fuck the watch. defense. Yeah, we'll just go ahead that. and sit on the bench, dude. Just go ahead and just heave the ball up in the air Do and just play about... 500. Who's gonna catch the ball? Do you want to talk about Oklahoma's playoff chances now, or you want to wait to the end of the show and talk about everyone? Let's go ahead and talk about it now, and we can segue into the Ohio State game. Yep, I think if Ohio State loses, they're in. And Ohio State and Georgia loses. Georgia loses, Oklahoma wins. I think Oklahoma's in. Oklahoma, I think Oklahoma's Ohio State. win over Ohio State. Yeah. I think so. I think I, they've overall just had the better year. I do yeah. think Ohio State um, um, will beat Northwestern. I because they're just playing good ball right now. They beat yeah. a really good Michigan team, who we thought was a really good Michigan team. And uh, even though Michigan put up forty points on thirty nine points, still an impressive win to put up sixty something points on a Michigan defense who. Uh, a lot of people thought was the best defense outside of Alabama in the top four. See, when I'm when I'm looking at this Oklahoma versus Ohio State, um, obviously if Alabama wins, if Oklahoma wins, and Ohio State wins, Oklahoma ignore Alabama's and Georgia's out. In my opinion, Oklahoma has a bigger win later in the season. They won a better conference, and they have a quarterback who can will them to victories. Neither defenses are stopping anybody in the playoffs. You just throw the defenses out. They both suck. When you look at the offenses and you're looking at the quarterbacks, Kyler Murray's ten times better than Ohio State's quarterback. 
Yeah. What's his name? Uh, I don't even Dwayne know Haskins. Name. Yeah, Haskins. I do know Haskins. Who was recently rated the number two quarterback in the upcoming draft? Trash. He's trash. Wrong. <laughs> I feel like uh, I feel like Oklahoma gets in just because they have more impressive wins. And, That's, yeah. and then their loss is a more impressive loss than Ohio State's loss to Purdue. Yeah. To Purdue. They cut the grass a little bit higher. So, yeah, the Purdue team though is pretty decent, and also they were pretty motivated that game. Yeah, Texas they, they were, but that's though. that's the thing. And Ohio State's had close wins against like TCU, who Oklahoma's just absolutely blown out. Yeah, and if people, some, I've heard some people argue that Oklahoma, Ohio State's defense is better. They did win by sixty points last game, but they maybe also, with Bosa, they gave up forty. Yeah, Bosa's not on the team anymore. They're not good, and and. Don't even bring defense into it. You, we both know we have, know both defenses are bad, but I think Oklahoma's offense is better. Well, right now the College Football Playoff Committee agrees with us. Oklahoma's at five. Ohio State's at six. And if Ohio, Oklahoma beats a 14th-ranked Texas team and Ohio State beats a 21st-ranked Northwestern team, obviously Oklahoma has the better yeah, win. you gotta give you got to give the nod to Oklahoma in this game. I think that overall Oklahoma has just had a better year. They've been looking better offensively. Uh, they've just been on a tear as of late. Um, Ohio State, I mean, yeah, that was a good bounce back with that Michigan victory. Dwayne Haskins had a great game overall. Your offense looked really good. Defense wasn't bad either. But I, I you got to give it to Oklahoma, if, if, if no matter the win. I think if it, even if it's a real close victory uh, for Oklahoma, which I personally will expect, I expect a close victory in this one. Uh, they, they've got to get the nod if, if Georgia were to lose. I think – even if uh, Georgia wins, we see uh, two SEC champion uh, playoff again. I feel like uh, I feel like Alabama has been the best team all season, and the playoff committee is not going to count them out if it's a close game. If it's a close about, loss, then are we talking about that for right now? You, no, no, we're no. going to talk about that whenever that game goes. Okay, right? okay, okay. We have a call. Anyway, in. we have a call in. Wait, from, Oklahoma okay. seven and a half point favorite. I say they don't cover. Texas covers seven and a half favorite. I think Texas will cover. Yeah. I like that. I think Texas will cover also. I'll take Texas. Cover. Oklahoma wins. Now, Texas the covers. over and under is 77 and a half. Oh, my God. But I'm going to take the over and that. I'm taking well. over for sure. Yeah. I'm you have to, right? You're forced yeah. to. I mean, I, I, I think the over, and under, the over and under for Oklahoma and West Virginia was something around there, and I was easily saying over. And it, it wound up being like 100. In the hundreds plus. 38-35 yeah. doesn't quite get there, but like a 40 – 42-40 game, something like that, that covers. Right. Anyway. All right. Um, let's move on to Ohio State and talk about their, uh, you know, patty cake match with Northwestern. You know, they don't cut the grass that high hey. in the neutral site game. So That's let's true. See. That's let's true. not call it a patty cake game it's not just a, yet. It's not a patty cake game because Ohio State could lose it, but at the same time, I think Ohio State is playing good ball right now. If they play like they played against Michigan, they're going to win. They also step up in these conference championship games. And also, it's another team that has a lot to play for. Right. We have a call-in from an old friend and an Ohio State fan. Um, let's hear what he has to say about the game, the Michigan game, and and also What's Ohio up, guys? State. Coming from a fan of the Ohio State Buckeyes. Um, pretty much, my opinion of the game, the game was good. It's definitely unexpected. I thought Michigan was going to beat Ohio State, but obviously that turned out different. Um, I, I think 
Michigan's game plan was pretty terrible, in my opinion. I think they should have used the run, run, pass, run, run, pass. It, it, it was from the Maryland, not the Maryland game, but yeah, the Maryland game and the Purdue game to see what did they do that was successful against Ohio State, um, because those guys ran a lot against Ohio State and. Purdue ran for almost 500 yards that game, so that was pretty interesting, and Michigan didn't do anything like that, and it made me think that those guys are really overrated, and I think that Ohio State's offense can keep up with anybody, in my opinion, but with... Oh, sorry. The defense looked really, really sketchy, and our linebackers looked really sketchy, but they pulled through. I don't know how, but... When it comes to big games like the Michigan game, those guys go all out. It doesn't matter what the record is coming into the game. They're both 0-0 zero and zero at the end of the day when it comes to that rivalry game. So that was good. Um, on top of that, when it comes to just the playoffs, just, I'm not being biased as an Ohio State fan, but I think Oklahoma doesn't deserve to be in there. Yeah. Simply, I'm going to go ahead and stop you right there, Lazon. Um, you're a little biased. But... I will say, Urban Meyer gets his teams ready for big games. That's what Urban Meyer has always done as a head coach, and he continues to do that. But I will say, um, about this, I heard on a, another podcast, another college football podcast, a lot more reputable than ours. Um, whoa, yeah. whoa, shots fired. Sorry, sorry. It's a CBS <laughs> podcast. Boo. Yeah, boo. Anyway, um, Maryland and Purdue rank in the top 25 in explosive plays. Per play, like some some sort of stat that they did out there, where these teams rank in the top twenty five in explosive plays. Northwestern is like hundred and twenty. <laughs> That's probably tied with FSU. So, so when you look at it, uh, Northwestern <laughs> might not have the firepower to keep up with an offensive shootout if it gets if it gets to be that kind of game. I yeah. think Ohio State takes the win. Yeah, we're picking a lot of favorites here on uh, championship weekend when it never really pans out. But well, we haven't gotten to the Alabama-Georgia game yet. I'm picking the favorite there, too. <laughs> um, but I like Ohio State. I just don't think it's that close. Northwestern's just not up to their caliber. You know, I like I like Ohio State in this game, and I really don't want to, but in the end of the day, Ohio State steps up in, the, steps up in these kind of games. The games that they lose are against the teams they shouldn't lose to, and the games that – they you know play well. They play their best in are the ones that they prepare for, and they're not going to take Northwestern lightly. This is a team that can upset you. I just don't think that they're going to allow it. I think in this type of game where they know they have a shot at making it to a Final Four appearance, they're going to come out ready to go and they're going to win this ball game. Uh, and if if they don't make it to a top four, I could see them in the Rose Bowl. Yeah, they got to win to get to get the playoffs. Simple as that. Say if they, they do lose, though, they could probably still be in the New Year's Six. Say, say they lose, yeah. and say, say Oklahoma also loses to Texas, and say UCF wins. Uh, they're gonna stay above UCF. And say Alabama. Wait, wait, wait. What if Ohio State loses? Who's seven? And how, how does UCF Michigan. get in this? I, I don't in the no. in the four. I don't see UCF staying be behind it, Michigan. Because you'd have a two-loss Georgia team. You'd have a two-loss uh, Oklahoma team, a two-loss Ohio State team, and an undefeated UCF team. You're telling yeah, me someone else I mean, is coming in? I think it goes I back think to UCF goes in. In my opinion, they should. I would like to see it. I would personally. I, would I think that would be it. that's their only shot at making it. Yeah, they have to have those three teams lose. And then it's they possible. Would, and then they would really get Bama. 
<laughs> and they'd be like, wait, who wanted Bama? <laughs> USF. It's USF that wanted Bama. Really get we Bama. want to go play Auburn again. <laughs> it's it's not it's not the matchup that UCF wanted. It's not they don't have the quarterback, but I'm just trying to weasel you in there, guys. See, honestly, this is side. not what I want. I want UCF to not make it, go play some shitty team in a New Year's Six Bowl, win, and declare themselves national champions again. <laughs> <laughs> back to back, baby. Back to back. I like that idea a lot better, honestly. <laughs> Just fuck it. We're look at us again. Heck, a one loss UCF team might be national champions. You never know with how it works. They could still do it, right? <laughs> they could still do it. I think they could. All right, let's move on to the game, the national championship rematch from last year: Georgia and Alabama. <laughs> Y'all think this game's gonna be close? Yeah. Yeah, I I do. I think that. Uh, this is going to be a game of defense. I think it's going to be really I, where I think this we're going to see players stepping up on where defense. We disagree already. Uh, I think that defenses on both sides are going to play well. Alabama definitely, I think, is the better offensive team. Exactly. But uh, again, I go back to my conversation of this could be a Heisman deciding day on Saturday. Uh, Tua's biggest challenge is on Saturday. I I think all season long, uh, he uh, I don't think Alabama's really played. The, be- the biggest competition. LSU was, I think, their only game, and they shut them out 29 nothing. LSU beat I think Georgia. LSU did beat Georgia, but I'm not was really – I'm not. a fluke? Yeah. I'm not hanging on to that game. Yeah, I'm not hanging on to it that was game a fluke at all. For sure. I think, that, uh, I think that the favorite in this game is obviously Alabama. I think they have the, big, they have the most tools to work with. Um, I, man, I really want to think that Georgia could pull out a victory in this one. And I want, and I really just want to believe. I want to believe, damn it! But I think Alabama is going to win this ball game. Tua is going to have himself a good game. I think he'll claim the Heisman. His accuracy is off the charts. He's going to throw about 30 passes. He's going to complete 25 of them, maybe 26 of them. He's going to have 400 yards. And he's going to throw for four touchdown passes. You just heard it from here. Do you want to hear talk more about Georgia before I put some sense into the podcast? No, uh, I think the only way Georgia wins this ball game is if Tua goes down with a knee injury. Yeah, I mean, look what happened in the national championship game last year. When and then they had to rely on Jalen. He went in, what, the fourth quarter was the second half? It was the second half. Yeah, look what happened. Completely turned the game around. Although, yeah. Georgia should have won the ball game. There was a couple calls by the referees against Georgia. There was a fumble that would have got picked up in return for a touchdown. There was a blocked punt. They called someone off sides. He wasn't off sides. That would have been another touchdown. Georgia should have won that game. I think Georgia's about as good as they were last year. I just think Alabama's so much better than they were last Jake year. Jake Fromm is tossing the ball uh, real good right now. He could throw the pigskin a quarter mile. Listen, Jake Fromm, I would take Jake Fromm right now over Dwayne Haskins. Yeah, me too. Absolutely. And, and, well, Dwayne down. Haskins is a good quarter. Uh, ESPN's got him at number two coming out in the draft. I mean, Jake well, Fromm's an extremely talented quarterback, but he's also a sophomore. I don't care. He's good. He's a good sophomore. <laughs> like I'm just saying, saying. I'm just saying. Like he he can't leave. Isn't Tua what is Tua he, a sophomore? A sophomores. They're both true yeah. sophomores. I mean, I just don't think there's any chance. Well, Tua's Georgia. A <laughs> I don't think there's any chance Georgia beats Alabama at all. Like I think Alabama covers by a lot. I think they win by like 25. No, I I think Alabama covers. Uh, it's gonna be 14 point game at the end. I think it's a close game, and then Alabama just kind of puts the foot on the neck there at the end. Nah. 
and they kind of beat the dog shit out of them there in the fourth quarter. Nah, Alabama comes out firing. Georgia might like it might be seven seven after the first two drives, but Alabama's not going to stop, and Georgia's going to stop. I really think this is going to be a fun game to watch. I think Tua giving him a whole game to play. This this is his biggest challenge of the year. Maybe I, I think this is where we also see the best of Tua, and that's why I think this is the game that'll decide the Heisman for him. He's he's the front runner, so he really just needs to have a good game and win the ball game i think that's what i think the only really two fun alabama games i've ever watched were i didn't watch the national championship last year because fucked having two sec teams in and it's still a hell of a game no i didn't watch it <laughs> it was the auburn game <laughs> and if i would have watched that game it would have been fun i've never had fun watching alabama because they're just so much better than everyone being else. a gator fan these are the two teams i hate the most besides fsu of course uh, these are the two teams i despise the most and Every time they get together, it hurts having to cheer for one team or another. I'm not cheering for one or another this year. Oh, believe me, I'm not cheering for either. Last year, I was pulling for Georgia, and uh, that's just because I hate seeing Alabama win all the time. I'll be pulling for Georgia again, but I really, really want both teams to suck ass. See, I'm at the point where I think I am – I don't I don't want to root for Alabama, but I think I am rooting for Alabama a little bit because I want to see them knock the living shit out of Trevor Lawrence. I hate that oh, kid in his shit out of him. sunshine looking ass. Man, you got a real bad grudge against Clemson. I'm He's just such so a- mad that we got a fucking targeting penalty on a clean hit because it was Trevor Lawrence who decided not to slide. And so we hit his, their little pretty boy and they yeah, called targeting taking, on he us. He takes a lot of chances on his legs. They like, they, he likes to protect Clemson players, hates FSU players. Anyway, Al- Alabama's going to kick their ass. Alabama gets the win. It's going to be a 14 point victory. 25. 25. Yeah, a 25 40, point victory. 25 point victory. I see this being close. I think I think this is going to be a narrow ball game. I think this might be uh, like a five to four point difference. Interesting. Hopefully, it doesn't come down. To field I think goals. it'll be. I think it'll be close. Comes down to field goals. Alabama's got a problem. Uh, no, Alabama. They, no, that's LSU. I was going to say they, LSU went and found the Alabama best junior college kicker. Never has good luck with kickers. Um, y'all want to talk about Heisman? Heisman? You've been mentioning it the entire time. It's Tua yeah. or Tua uh, or Tua Kyler. Kyler. See, this is where I di- uh, disagree with you a little bit. It the Heisman is the best player in college football. Tua is the best quarterback in college football, no doubt. He'll win the Davey O'Brien Award, I think. But I think Kyler Murray is by far the best player that I've watched play this season. So I think Kyler Murray's favorite. It depends. I do agree. If he shits the bed or if Tua shits the bed, the other one gets it. But mm-hmm. that's my opinion. I mean, this is a year where it's really we have we have some good options for the Heisman. Even Will Greer was working his way back in there for a second. I was a Will Greer fan. They no, dropped too many games. He was the early he dropped, favorite. He dropped. Yeah, he was the early favorite. He did drop too many games. Here's why I think though it's going to be Tua. I think that overall he's a freakishly good quarterback and athlete overall. He can run the ball if he needs to, but he mm-hmm. prefers to stay in the pocket. Although he was considered a uh, a dual threat. He's he's more of a he's pocket athletic. passing There's quarterback. There's no point for him he, to his, run. The way he can get out of the pocket, though, if he needs to, unbelievable. And uh, also, I mean, he's got the wins. He does have the wins. He has one more win than Kyler, so let's not get a little excited there. But I don't know. It's just when you, when you watch the two play, and watching Kyler Murray run past an entire defense, like yeah, I get you don't see Tua do that, but Tua also doesn't play in the second half. So his stats are a little skewed. It depends on what the voters are looking at. Mm -hmm. I think they're going to be looking at uh, – really, I think what they're going to be looking at when it comes to Kyler Murray and Tua between those two, it's going to 
come down to who has the bigger games, who has who's had the overall. Um, I want to say like best performance. They both have, per- have performed extremely well. I think what only I think what hurts Ky- uh, not Kyler what hurts Tua. Tua is some of the injuries he's had. Like, he had the. Uh, uh, knee injuries. It looks like he's le- healthy now. He's injuries. been running the ball. Maybe and he's just taking risks. True. I don't know if I like that. If if he does hurt that knee, though, that is bad. Well, Alabama's chances, they're not shot. I think also, they take a big I think hit. mistakes, I think lack of mistakes also is what helps Tua a lot. He, dude, this guy has one interception, or two interceptions, sorry. True. He has two interceptions yeah, on the year. 35 well. touchdowns. Unbelievable, but you know Kyler Murray with 37 touchdowns, a little bit more in that department. Exactly, yeah. more, but he a little plays bit more all, interceptions. He, plays a lot more, though. he does have the run. He definitely runs more often. Um, I really, I think what they're looking at in the end of the day is Alabama, the team itself. Like Tua plays for Alabama. He's the, I would say, arguably, in my gener- in my generation, he's the best, the best quarterback. Team. He's the best quarterback so far come out of Alabama See. because this is a team who's won multiple national championships without really having a. If I'm voting, go like a really stylish quarterback. If I'm voting, that hurts his chances though because his team's so freaking good. Like Kyler Murray's, there's no doubt Oklahoma's a way worse team than Alabama. Oklahoma wouldn't be 11 and one without Kyler Murray. Do you think Alabama would be 12 and 0 without Tua? Probably. Alabama would still probably be 12 and 0 without Tua. I don't know. There's zero chance Oklahoma. I mean, they were. Kyler Murray. They. I mean, they lost one game with Jalen last year. They, they went to a national championship with Jalen, and really, frankly, Jalen. I mean, I mean, I'm not convinced he's been a great quarterback. He no, just, you know, with a great overall team, a good system to run with. It's, saying, they talked about Jalen Hurts winning the Heisman uh, at the beginning of last season because he had such a good freshman season with a great team. I think it's just easier to give it. Uh, not easier, really. I, I think that uh, Tua has had more impressive plays with the arm. I think Kyler Murray has had more impressive plays with his legs. It's very for sure. True. But when it comes to the arm, those passes that Tua is able to just put on a rope so into accurate. the arms, See, like you, I have, no, there is not a more accurate quarterback out there. I think right now, uh, that's kind of my point though. He's a better quarterback for sure, no doubt. He's a better quarterback. <laughs> that was pretty sick. <laughs> I just watched a crazy eyes. We got an intense crazy hurdle. Now. It's not intense. They're getting their ass beat by a computer. <laughs> but that was a crazy hurdle. Anyway. Tua is a way better quarterback. There's no doubt about that. He can pass it better, but Kyler's a better overall player. He's, I think, he's the best player. Tua is the better quarterback. Tua gets Heisman, in my opinion. Um, God, I, I, want, I, I want wouldn't doubt that he wins it. I'm saying other. if I was voting, I'd vote for Kyler number one, Tua number two. It could change based on this weekend. And also, one thing that we learned, I think, last year's Rose Bowl game between Oklahoma and Georgia is that Oklahoma was putting up points like crazy, but then they actually faced off against a defense. They still and scored then, 40 points. Well, they scored a bunch of points, but then, the, but they also showed that they have a weak-ass defense themselves, and Georgia put up, what, 50? Oh, wow. 50-something? Yeah. Because yeah. it, it went to overtime. But, yeah, but, Baker wins the – again, if that team doesn't have Baker, they don't make the playoff, and he won the Heisman. Mm-hmm. So that's, like, my whole point. Well, they would have had Kyler. Yeah. Well, no, he's a freshman. Kyler no, he wasn't a freshman. La- not last year. Last year, he was a what was he? No. A sophomore, redshirt sophomore. Baker. Oh no, Baker was. A I senior. was saying Kyler. Kyler's a freshman now. Kyler's not a freshman. No, he he started his career at Texas A&M, and then he transferred out of Texas A&M, went to Oklahoma. He was the quarterback for Mon. Yeah, his in fact his true his true freshman year he played. Kyler Murray. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, he started at Texas A&M his freshman year. Kevin Sumlin. 
Mind that. blowing, right? I missed that. Yeah, yeah no. it feels like forever ago because that was like three years ago. It was like the next Johnny Manziel. They were all excited about it. Damn, that might have saved. But then, though. like that oh, team, that team fell apart. That oh, that Texas A&M team, man, so Texas much hype. Really but I don't know. When it comes to the Heisman race, I mean, there are two clear front runners, and I think that Tua is going to walk as long as Tua gets the victory. And I guess what the stats I said earlier goes about twenty-five for thirty, which is doable. Throws about three fifty, which is doable. Has four touchdown passes, which is doable. Yeah. I, I think it's an easy win. An you think, easy win. Uh, you think two in a victory? Two is a sophomore. He's a true sophomore, right? Yeah. So he lost he, his red so, shirt playing. So in he's that coming. Game, I think. He's coming out next year. Yeah, I mean, no doubt. Yeah, he's out one year. He'll win next year because Kyler Murray can't play next year. He gets that ball out of his hands so fast. The way he just whips it out of there. He'll, I mean, that's the number one pick in the draft. So two years. Heisman, you like Kyler? We like Tua. Um, what are we thinking the final four playoffs? As we're looking so far, it's going to be Alabama, Clemson, Notre Dame, who just gets a sit on their fat asses this whole weekend. And then that team's going to get their ass. And beat. then Oklahoma. And we got Oklahoma. Clemson's going to absolutely so, murder Notre Dame, by the way. I think that's going to be the. It's going to be Alabama, Oklahoma, Clemson versus Notre Dame. That would be my guess. Um, there's a lot of scenarios, but that's I think the top three here's, are set. Here's what I think. I think Alabama is going to beat Georgia, so you're going to have that one seed locked in. Two will be Clemson, three Notre Dame, uh, and then four will be Oklahoma, assuming Oklahoma wins their game. Now, if Georgia were to upset that's what I was about to Alabama, say. I see Georgia jumping over Notre Dame to go to number two. Clemson goes to number one. Uh, Clemson will slide to number one, and then uh, it, uh, let's see. I think Alabama is number four. Is number four, and that's going to piss off a lot of people. It's going to piss off Oklahoma and Ohio no, State. No, I, I could very easily. I, I, I think it's just how you do it. They're undefeated. The they they've been killing killing it all year long. They lost to the number four team in the nation. If they lose a close game, a see, close game, you could argue that they, I I think they'd go to the number four team. I see. I number four I could slot. very easily see Alabama sliding to three, and I think this is how the playoff committee would do it because I don't think they want to do an SEC championship rematch in the first round of the playoff. I think. Clemson goes to one, uh, Georgia goes to two, Alabama goes to three, and Notre Dame goes to four. So then you have Clemson, Notre Dame still. Wait, you still have Georgia, Alabama. Well, either way. No, because it's one. Of you know, I don't think Alabama. If I'm you saying say, Alabama, Alabama goes to three, Georgia goes to two. You know what? I think uh, Alabama would so go maybe to four. Georgia goes to one. I think Alabama would go to four because I also think that Notre Dame. If you look at the whole schedule, I think Notre Dame has actually had a tougher schedule. Notre Dame. I think they schedule. actually had a tougher schedule. Okay, well, it would have been tougher if Florida State. I was gonna had say, what are the big teams year? they went? They beat and USC. Though. Who are the USC sucked? FSU sucked. They beat Michigan. Well, looking right, at their schedule at the beginning of the year, doesn't look great after that one. In. Not now, but last week we we're talking. Well, no, about they beat like Michigan they and then Michigan playoff. won ten straight. Yeah, but I just don't think the Big Ten's that great. I'm. I really think that's a bad conference this year. I think they're a good conference. I think they're a good. I think they are a conference with good teams, not necessarily a good. They conference. have a win against Stanford. A win against Virginia Tech. Seven and four, a bad team. Pittsburgh, Navy, Northwestern, North uh, FSU, Syracuse, a good Dino Baber I'll team. give them the wins against uh, Northwestern but, and Syracuse. Those are good wins. I don't know. Hey, Maybe. Michigan. Give them the Michigan win. Michigan's better than Syracuse. Okay. Three good wins. And Alabama had and LSU. Stanford at the time was number what? seven. Alabama had LSU. Alabama's I, schedule I am was not, very I, easy. We I, talked about this earlier. I, 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 if you're Alabama, I do not like Alabama's schedule at all. If you're Alabama, the Alabama A&M was easy. probably the best team they played all year. A&M's a great team. A&M, yeah, they were a good team. 
That was a hell of a game against LSU. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that is one of the games I want to talk about uh, after. Well, let's let's finish this uh, this playoff puzzle we're trying to figure out right now. Okay. Well, I, I don't know. What they, I guess Georgia and Alabama would have to play each other in the first round if Georgia wins. I would like it. I don't want to see a, na- a final uh, two SEC championship. Uh, you I don't want to see. I don't want to see. Yeah, that, well, it doesn't all. matter. I think how they're looking at it is in the end of the day, as long as you're in the top four, you have a chance. But I think, you know, putting it that way, I don't think they want to see a rematch between Florida now, or not Florida, Georgia and Alabama. So maybe they would purposely They'd put move out. one person. You know, they just jumble it up to where you have a, a Notre Dame against Alabama and then a Clemson against Georgia, or just something along those lines. Yeah, or they Georgia, put Georgia at one and then Alabama at three, or something like that. So they wouldn't have to. Well, play no, each I, other. I, the thing is, I see Clemson. There's no way in hell you would not give Clemson the number one well, spot. You'd have to play Georgia, Alabama then. Uh, yes, Unless you move Clemson. Notre Dame back to number four, which actually, no, I mean, I, was just saying, though, I wouldn't, then, I wouldn't argue that as much as keeping Clemson out of the number one spot. I wouldn't yeah. argue that a whole lot. So if you were to move back Notre Dame, and then have, uh, but you're gonna have if you had Clemson at one and Alabama at four, you get Alabama Clemson again for the seventeenth year in a row. Which I mean, we probably all have to deal with that. They're going to play each other in the national championship. And then you have Georgia, if, Notre if Dame. If the likely scenario happens, then I think they play each other in the national championship anyway. And uh, Georgia, Notre Dame. Yeah, they played last year too. I love watching That was a 2019 Clemson. game. I love watching yeah. Clemson, Alabama national championships. They're always good. Yeah. Clemson, Notre Dame, or Notre Dame, Alabama national championships. Bad. Bad, <laughs> bad news bears. Real bad. Don't want to see it. No. I'd, like um, to see, I'd like to see Clemson versus Notre Dame though. Like well, that, right, the likely scenario is that happens. I hope it does. The only issue with just putting teams in certain spots to get certain matchups is you have the home field advantage thing. You know, they put the higher or the number one seed gets the the closest place or the closest to their home or whatever. So if you just put Georgia at one to not get them to play Alabama, then you're fucking Clemson or out of getting the home field advantage. I don't know where where are the playoffs or or is it Miami and No, it's Fiesta. Dallas. Dallas. Oh no, it is Miami Arlington. and Cotton, Cotton Bowl. So cotton Orange Bowl. Bowl and Cotton Bowl, right? Yeah. And then it's at Levi Stadium, the the stadium we mentioned earlier. That's where the championship is. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so I guess neither of them are that great for Clemson. Yeah. So. I feel like other than that, we've covered it. Um, I do want to talk about two games last week in particular. First, the LSU Texas A&M game, best game all season, pretty much a basketball game. I started. Uh, this was literally the score of the FSU basketball game last night. I started watching the Texas A&M LSU game. Uh, it was late in the third quarter whenever I was leaving Tallahassee. And then I got home to Pensacola and pulled in my driveway, and me and Caleb watched the end of the game in my driveway. That's a two-and-a-half-hour drive. The game yeah. was over four-and-a-half hours. Yep. This was an exciting game. Texas A&M pulled a win out of their ass. Well, to be fair, anybody would be pulling win out of their ass to win this game. Anybody, right? But they just did. The, okay, the fact that that last play, his knee was on the ground whenever he went to go pick up that uh, botched snap. You know, he fumbled the snap and then went to go pick it up and then throws a touchdown pass to Roger. Rogers caught every ball <laughs> from from the fourth quarter that kid is on. good at football he put some stick on his hands or something could not drop a pass kid nailed it whenever he had to and yeah and that's they, they were throwing to him the whole time he caught the game winner as well yeah um, 
Sad to see Coach O um, get pissed. He, you know, there, oh my. There, there was one point. Um, I, I think we have Coach O in the house, actually. <laughs> but um, there was one point in the game where I think it was like the fifth overtime. And Texas A&M scored. And he was like, okay, now what's going the fuck on? <laughs> but you think he would be mad a little earlier. Like the last play. The well, like quarter. when they gave him a premature Gatorade shower. Right. I would have been so fucking mad to sit there in seven overtime, sticky as shit with my shirt stained from Gatorade. Mm-hmm. And your team's dehydrated because all the Gatorades on the ground oh, are on yeah. your shirt. No, I'm, I'm, I'm a little wet right now. And it's fu- probably fucking cold, too. And so you're soaking wet, you're sticky, you're stained, and your team lost. You're pissed off. <laughs> I just don't get what why a combo. He, I just don't get why he gets mad in the fifth overtime. It's like, you know, no one's stopping each other from scoring. It's going to be a two-point conversion that's good or bad that's going to end the game. Yeah. You know, you're not going to stop. Rod- Rodgers has robot arms. He can't drop Apparently. the ball. And... Uh, uh, Joe Burrow absolutely monstered it the whole overtime. They could Apparently. not stop it. But Texas A&M pulls it out. Great win. Uh, I was swerving all over the interstate watching that game. <laughs> it was absolutely amazing. Kids, do as we say, not as we do. Yep. The other game I want to mention yeah. is is uh, the Florida Gators snapping mm. a 41 year mm. 38 is it 38 yeah 38 bowl visits for the florida state seminoles hallelujah mm. can i get an amen amen go gators and we don't even have to talk about it anymore it was it was a complete ass whooping down in tallahassee i don't know if you've been there the first half was kind of close first half was kind of close um but after that it was pretty much all orange and blue. Go, go Gators! Go Gators! Uh oh, we're about to we're, at, we're about to have some broken shit up in here. He's so mad. He's so mad. These are these are my seats. I know you can't. We're in a podcast, so you can't see. But I was sitting up in the press box during that game. Right on the forty-five yard line. That's beautiful seats, David. Tell you what, guys, y'all need to get in the media. Yep, and uh, Davis has a little uh, a little clip from. After the game, uh, after the game, uh, interviews going on with Dan Bolin and stuff. So one of your very own higher frequency networkers and uh, a voice over on a local voice here in Pensacola over on uh, AM sixteen twenty and FM ninety four ESPN Pensacola. ESPN Pensacola, go ahead and give a shout out. What's up? Meanwhile, I'll be watching McGregor's kid hit a bo- or a, a bag. Oh, I saw that. The video. <laughs> and then I think his dad's over there oh, punching away know. too. Yeah, but um, go ahead and play the audio from that Dan Mullen. Oh damn! Now I'm gonna have to find it. I'll, I will play it. But basically, I was sitting in this really tiny room. It was like an extra small classroom, and it was hot as shit in there. It was right next to the locker room. Players were getting loud. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. Fine. Yeah, go ahead and find it. I gotta find I had a I had an opportunity to ask him a question. You gotta hang in there. Show up every day and go as hard as you can. And come do that great things will happen. 
Coach, how would you describe this season and compared to having a four-win season oh, last year and then the possibility of making it to a New Year's Six Bowl this year? Well, it's great, you know. I had a big season. I had a good season last year, first <laughs> At that point, he called me a dumbass. Yeah, that was his way of saying, I wasn't here last year, idiot. That's kind of a dick move. Kind of a dick move. Yeah, I, I never talked about what, where we, what, what happened. I didn't watch a lot of the film. All I talked about, good or bad, the year before, you know, because... He answered the question. I said, hey, I, I, all I know about you guys is you, in the last three years, you've, really in the last four years, you've had two four-win seasons and played for two SEC championships. And, and that, doesn't, that, that doesn't make any sense. You know? So, yeah, it goes, it goes on. He speaks for like another minute. And but. it doesn't make sense. Whenever they went to those national championships, they played Alabama teams that were way above their caliber. National championships? When you or not national SEC championships. Mm-hmm. They, yeah, we they, couldn't beat Bama. They mm-hmm. played Bama teams that were way above their caliber. And, and you could just tell. You were going into the game. It was a consolation prize that you were just there. And, and well, then, because the SEC and then the, East was trash those well, years. And then the other mm-hmm. years were four-win years, which you don't, you don't do that. And they lost to Louisiana Monroe mixed in there. Wait, did we lose to did we lose to Monroe? Georgia Southern. We lost to Georgia Southern. There it is. Yeah. Yeah, we did. Yep. So hell yeah. We so didn't do that. put that in the past. What a life. Dan Mullen has this team going the right direction. Um, the recruiting's going well. The 2020 class and the 2021 class have four and five star recruits all over the board already. You're talking about the 2021 class and the right. 2020 class. Yep. And the 2019 class has a good amount of commits as well. Um, Maybe not in the top ten this season. Uh, we'll see how it pans out during uh, the recruiting trail. But overall, good season for Florida. Um, did not expect to be nine and three. Really, just wanted a bowl game. And uh, other than Georgia, Dan Mullen went out and did what Urban Meyer used to do and uh, put an emphasis on these rivalry games and said, "You got to go out and you got to win these uh, big games in big time situations." And they did. My dumbass decided to bet that Florida State was going to win. And the loser of the bet had to go to brunch and do five shots during brunch. Yeah. So I have to do five shots of a Florida fan's choosing during a brunch. We're thinking rumplements. I will shit myself. You wake up. Damn. You wake up in the morning, drink rumplements. Recipe for excellence. Solid. I'm going to wake up in the morning and vomit rumplements. Yeah, vomit excellence. You go brush your teeth while you're at it and bring a little minty freshness. Yeah, just just swirl around in your mouth a little bit. I got one thing to say. Fuck the Gators. Yeah, of course you do. Go Gators. And and you know what? I don't think Willie Taggart's gonna be around for maybe next year he will, but by this time next year he's this gonna be was gone. a shit show of a season because we had a bunch of fucking dickhead players who sucked. They thought they were great. They didn't want to work. We had a clean house. That's all we got a clean house. That's all it is. I, think, I want uh, Willie's guys in here. He's good at identifying talent. That's what he's done at these smaller schools. I think uh, the game plan going into the Florida game was not a bad game plan. I didn't see him throwing a lot Francois of Francois sucks dick. I, I did not see them throwing a lot of those screen passes. The guy's that not they, accurate. They did all season. You, you know what I'm saying, though? Florida State was throwing those bubble screens and yeah. those swing passes well, all season. They, they didn't do that. The second half of the season, they stopped doing that in general. I don't know. I like Willie. I think he's going to be a success. I just think... It was a fool's errand to think that he was actually going to win this season. I think he, he hyped us up a little bit. He should have been more realistic with us. But I'm I'm giving him 2020 is the year I'm looking at. Next year, eight and five is success. Um, the year after that, I expect to compete for an ACC championship. If he doesn't, he's out. It's Florida State. 
Um, the fans are not going to put up with seven and five. And well, Jimbo left us in such uh, a terrible situation with how he was treated. They say that Jimbo is your boy. I don't think is Jimbo. Your boy. I don't think Jimbo so left Florida State in that bad of a situation. He did. He made the player like the players think they're all world. They all think they're going to be a first round draft pick in the NFL because Jimbo coddled them and let them do whatever they want. They watched him. If they're good players, then they should do what they want. Well, they're not. Newey Murray is not a good college wide receiver. But he thinks he's the hottest shit in the world. There's Francois. What's Francois doing? Francois is trash. Oh, you're considering his transfer? And also, th- the thing that really pissed me off about Willie this season was the fact that he was so dead set on redshirting James Blackman, which he played for four games, four plays in the Wake Forest game, and two meaningless drives against Clemson. Did and he so start that ki- the NC State game? Well, that's because Francois was hurt. So that's what I'm saying. Like, they played four games. Two of them he had no business in. One of them he played because Francois was out or hurt got hurt so you say okay that makes sense he played the nc state game because francois was hurt he threw for 400 yards and four touchdowns or whatever it was not four touchdowns but that makes sense francois was hurt you just have two games you could start him against who was the game before boston college which we ended up winning that game fine boston college in florida he does way better than fucking francois does but willie's got to start francois because he fucked up and he he did a bad job managing the team they weren't well coached he's already said he's making changes on the staff so, so we'll, we'll you see. Think, 2020 you think is the year we'll evaluate. You think him. he brings in more of his guys and the team gets better? You, you know, the I first do. year is always rough. These guys were uh, they were recruited to play an entirely different system, right. the, almost the exact opposite system. Jim Fisher ran the least plays in the nation last year. Willie Taggart was near the top. So you're still on the tra- Taggart train. I'm fine with. It. I I think he it was a very bad season this year. Okay. I think he made some bad decisions. Yeah. I think it's probably about sixty percent Jimbo, forty percent Willie. I'm I'm good with giving Tiger to pass on this year, but it's it's a really really well, short leash. What he doesn't get a pass year, on is, is giving really a, a, short, not being realistic with us about this season. He was not at the beginning of the season realistic at all about what we were going to get. I had an opportunity to interview Tiger, and he spoke so soft I couldn't use it. That's the thing. He, that's what he does in front of the media, though. But in front of the players, he's the exact opposite. It's weird. If you hear him in the locker room, some of the players have videotaped some of the stuff he does, and he is not the same guy. It's, it's almost weird. It's interesting. I'm not trying to shit on Florida State uh, in saying this, but you you take a seven and five Florida State team from last year, and you take a four and seven Florida Gator team from last year, and you got two first year head coaches, and you see the outcome this year. It kind of makes you wonder: is he actually the right coach? Because Florida State had better talent on the field. But okay, so the thing is, last year Florida State was probably a five and seven team with an easy schedule, which made them seven and six. This year Florida State was a probably, I don't know, maybe a six and six team with an extremely hard schedule. Our schedule was very hard. We we had three games in a row versus uh, Clemson, Notre Dame, and NC State, all good teams. And the Florida game turned out to be a hard game. And then he and Boston College was a ranked team. When we Boston played them College too. was a ranked that team. That was four in a row. Mm-hmm. I will give you that. That's a pretty tough schedule. Oh yeah, yeah. Include the Florida game. So that's five in a row right there. And then you have two bad losses against teams you shouldn't have lost to: Miami and uh, Virginia Tech. So, if you think the Florida State team this year could play the team from last year, who wins? The team from last year probably just because they're in that system for longer. They the same coaches, consistency. They, I mean, these and they're meant to play that system. This team is playing something that they have no idea what the fuck okay. they're doing. That's a bad hypothetical, but you, you see where I'm going. It's yeah. first-year coach. We see Scott Frost. If I have to buy Well, stock- Scott Frost was – he was uh, – again, he's honest with them. He said, this is going to take time. We're not going to turn it around immediately and play for national champion. Kind of had to at that uh, 0-5 start. 
Right, you kind of have to. Yeah, You're like, rough start. Guys, we're not going to win immediately. But, really uh, made it seem like we were going to win 10 games this year. Okay, um, anyway. so what I want to do, um, we've covered everything. I think we've touched all our bases. Go Gators. And uh, I Fuck think Sorry, what buddy. we Fuck should him. do, because we did not in the regular season keep up with, and we kind of started in the middle of the season, uh, we didn't keep up with wins and losses and stuff. Um, the podcast is going to have a bowl pick em. And the winner. God, you are something with these bowl picks. And the winner of that bowl pick. I'm about it. Uh, gets to do something. The loser has to do something. We'll figure it out. But um, we're going to label it uh, uh, HF for higher frequency. Um, college football extravaganza. So HF, CFE, um, bowl pick on ESPN. HF, CFE. Yeah. And uh, we'll have some people join in. If you're listening to the podcast and you want to join in, go ahead and join in. Come on, and, Mark. Uh, just join. We'll, we'll scrounge our money up together and we'll send you a nice koozie or something like that. If no, you we win. won't. If you win. You get a nice koozie. If, if you, you win. win. Okay. Yep. If you win, what we'll you send want. you a nice koozie. And if you lose? We need to order koozie. We need to order merch. Is this, like anyway. this going to be detrimental? If you lose, you got to do five shots at brunch. <laughs> Yo, I mean, I'm going to do Send five shots at brunch in. anyways. Send so. the video in uh, and show us your love for alcohol and alcoholism. I don't drink. All right. That is it. Um, until next time, thanks for listening. Catch us uh, at Higher Frequency Podcast Network on SoundCloud. We're going to be releasing these all over Facebook and YouTube and such very soon. Uh, if you have... Anything you want to suggest to the show or any questions for the college football show or the Luchador the Liberty show that we do. Um, I got to get one out tomorrow. Yep. Right. Send it. Yes, we are going to get one of the Luchadors out tomorrow. Send uh, all your emails to higherfrequencypodcast at gmail.com. Uh, be looking out for us on our Patreon page. Same name, Higher Frequency Podcast Network. Uh, we're on Twitter as well. Enjoy, guys.